Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, I'm not even going to play no games. This is the front office and it's about to go down. Sam, yes, sir. we do this podcast not for to to help us lead the life of glamour and glitz. <laughs> we do this podcast because we love this basketball team and 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 we we put a little bit of an unhealthy uh amount of attention to it. Uh we do this podcast so that our fans could hear from people who actually are invested, who watch the games every night, who knows the team, who knows the, the team culture, DNA. Because we don't get that on regular radio. And, and you know, we're fans of, of folks. And, and you know what? I listened to um to Evan and um Carton. Uh, uh, you know, Evan makes me even like Carton. That's how much of how good he is at, at what he's doing. And <laughs> I'm not there but, yet. <laughs> but we're not doing this to be Evan Roberts, right? Like you're gonna be like a for real, for real lawyer. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I it may not seem like it on Twitter, I'm, but I'm. I've done pretty well for myself in, in, in my time. So we're we're like actual grown-ups and people who do shit. And um, I'm, I'm not trying to start a second or third career. I do this for the love. I do this for our culture. I do this because we need our voices out there uh, to rep this team and talk about this team and, and, and make a platform for what we're trying to pursue and, and the greatness that we're trying to be. But this is embarrassing. It's hard to come on and get on the mic and, and, and do this pod and, and basically have to repeat the same things every night. I'm not Stephen A. Smith. I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm not Uncle Shay Shay. I'm Eve Darboos. And I don't want to come on here and, and slander my team. I don't want to come on here and talk crazy. I don't want to come on here and say, I'm right. I don't want to be right. I want Sean Marks to be right. I get joy when he does his job. But this thing that we're watching, and I know KD is not there. I know Kevin Durant kind of got shortchanged with this COVID thing. I really would not like to understand who are these people that are around him and only him to to have this thing happening to him over and over again. But I don't even want to mitigate that. I think it's fortuitous that that 
Kevin Durant didn't play because it's revealing some major holes, some major problems. Can can you find the quote? I I can find it, but I don't know if you have it in front of you. If you if great minds, I just pulled up my stats, so I lost the quote. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, but I do have it because multiple people have sent it to me on Twitter. Uh, but here we go. Steve Nash said these words. Personal pride, connectivity, and coming together. Just resistance. This is professional sports. The other team is talented and capable. We're short-handed and small. That, my friends... Steve Nash is trying to catch an Atkinson, right? Because Atkinson, I believe it now. I believe it with all my heart. Tell me if I'm lying, partner. <laughs> I believe that Kenny Atkinson at the end of at the end said to Sean Marks, I can't defend with these players. We're too small. And I think Steve Nash is trying to send smoke signals, some type of message to save him for the media to actually do their job. The beat writers who sit here and watch the games with with the fan base, everyone in the fan base is going, God damn, we're too small. We're too small. We're too small. We can't defend. DeAndre Jordan is old. And I watch time and time again, they keep saying, oh, it's the defense. Oh, it's the effort. You could have put these motherfuckers on amphetamines and and dust, and they couldn't have gone out there and defended this team. You just have so many jumps in your career. Clearly, DeAndre Jordan is holding on to the rest of his for the playoffs. He can't play anymore. He's finished. And if KD was here, he would have just it would it, it wouldn't be so clear. We probably would have won the night. We would have came back, won. Everyone would have felt good. We would have all slapped five. It would have like, yep, it's not. It, yeah, we have flaws, but we're gonna be fine when when the buyout market comes. No, we're not. I'm sorry. Take the mic, Sam. I I don't. <laughs> I'm. I'm uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, like I, I think, I think what's going on is exactly what you're, uh, like, like all, all the frustrations you have are, are the same ones as me, and I think like what we try to do on this pod, doing something like a little bit differently than what other people do, is not repeat the same crap over and over again. But it's funny with a night like tonight when you know you have the same three to four things that come up. You know, you have like the terrible interior D, you have. Um, lackadaisical like passing you have poor poor effort on in in rebounding you have like the same stuff with dj you have like the whole like playing down to their competition thing and you know like from that from that perspective there's just really not that much to say and i think i think there's i think there's a way to kind of separate the um or to diagnose their problems between like look there's absolutely no chance 
that any of the three major guys are like getting moved or anything like that. Like there's, it's a 0% chance. There's no point even really doing a deep dive on it because it's just, it's just not happening. I'm just going to pray silently in my heart, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But it's just, there's, there's, there's no chance. And there's also no chance that, 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 that Nash is going anywhere, honestly, unless he decides he doesn't want to do it, which I, which I, that, that to me is that I felt from the moment he was hired. I was like, I could see him just like, not wanting to do it, but like he's once he's in, he's in and he's too, and he's too close with, um, with marks obviously. But I think, look, I think from, I think from a 30,000 foot view and I, and I tweeted this and this is how I feel. And this is why I just don't really, this is why I don't lose my mind as much after these games is because look, the team is unbelievably cocky going into all these games. They, and, and, and at the same time, they also, don't really care about the regular season. And at the same time, because they're cocky and because they have three superstars that every opposing team knows is going to be all over Twitter and all over ESPN. If you beat them, they are constantly getting everyone's best shot. And it's, and, and so because of that, you know, like they're, they're getting the Pistons on their best nights. They're getting the Cavs on their best nights, whatever it is. And you know, like that's something they have to deal with as a great team. Do I think, like, do I think that they are in a a dire place right now? Like, no, because I think that they've basically proven that they can play with like every single great team that that they played against. But do I think that they have big time issues? Like, yeah, I think they, I think they have, I think they definitely have stuff, and I think the lack of effort that they've shown, I think the lack of effort they've shown j- just from a pure like this is your like kind of like like this is your job and like you have incredibly loyal like season ticket holders and fans like you should be you should be showing you should be showing up more to what we're doing because i mean like look like like, today's game was how like all these games kind of continue to feel like you know slow like they come out looking unbelievably terribly then they then then they kind of pick it up then they make a run in the third quarter and then they kind of like slow down again because then the the starters uh, from the other team come back in and it's and it's just like it's just the same thing over over and over again. And I think the real question now is like what what can they really do with the roster to to make to make to make them better? And I think like the the two or three names you have to look at is like like do they trade this like Dinwiddie like injured expiring thing, which I don't even know like what the exact rules are, and or like. I mean, I feel I feel like this DJ thing is like really becoming like I don't care how close he is with KD and Kyrie. Like, I mean, Harden looks like he's had it with him, and the entire body language of everybody on the team and, when he's and, in, is, and that's is where so- and that's where I want to jump in because I want to address the part where you're, you know, like the theory of that it's effort. They're coming into games cocky for the other teams that this is their game seven in the finals when they play the Nets. I I I'm I'm going to debunk that by what James Harden did tonight. I will always appreciate James Harden for the way that he he got on DeAndre Jordan. The only problem I have with with that is they picked DeAndre Jordan. Yep. Okay, DeAndre Jordan wouldn't be on this team if James Harden and his boy Kevin Durant wasn't like Yo, we I got to have my boy on this team. He got signed because Kevin wanted him. He got kept because 
Kevin wanted him, and Harden wouldn't be here unless the organization viewed him as an option. So it's ridiculous. Like everything, everything that that Harden said to him was right. You've got to move your feet. You've got to get get to your man. You're not you're not closing out. He's but what Harden doesn't understand, and which is why players should never run teams. NBA players do not understand their mortality. When Kevin Durant is going, is saying to Sean Marks, Sean, go get DeAndre Jordan for me. He, that dude, man, if he's playing with me, his defense is going to be elite. That's the way players think. They don't realize that that, that their physical body is a ticking time bomb. That any moment it's over. Most of the people that were drafted with DeAndre Jordan are no longer in the league. He's he's a person who depends on all. It's it's not savvy. It's it, it's it's not you know guile. He is all fast twitch muscle. He is all run jump lob catch lobs and dunk. And. When you lose a step, it's not even a. It's not even like he lost a major step. It's not in, even like he lost, uh, uh, to the uh, athleticism to the point where he's like one of us. No, he is still a super athlete. He's still super great. But that fraction of a second, that little bit that gave you an a uh, 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 just a bit of an advantage that lets you dunk over people. That lets you block a shot. That lets you recover after you make a mistake. That's over for him. That's done. But the hypocrisy of it is James Harden thinks it's effort. He picked him. So when he's yelling at DeAndre, I appreciate him wanting to win. I that te- That's what tells me that it's not effort. It's ability. Like, like we... What what Sean Marks has done forces us to think about the team in ways that if it wasn't Sean Marks who did it, we wouldn't think that way. I I, I know that sounds convoluted, but partner, stick with me on no, this I, one. I, no, I, I I'm falling. He he's been he's been signing all these small players, all these guards. Even Dinwiddie in his second year on the team is like. I don't understand. Why do we have all these guards? But he kept on doing it. He he believed that if he had more ball handlers on the floor, more floor spaces on the floor, that all he needed was one big. As long as I have a lobs and dunk center, I can run this philosophy that this entire team is built on. So because we believe in Sean Marks so much, even though we know six foot tall Bruce Brown, and we know looking at Bruce Brown, he's not six foot four, right? Six foot tall Bruce Brown is not guarding Bay. It's not doing anything against uh, Grant, right? Didn't it look silly watching James Harden guarding uh, Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin is finished out there. Him and you see how Blake Griffin looks. DeAndre Jordan was never Blake Griffin. 
He was never as good. And Blake Griffin is not very good now. He's done out here. I keep repeating myself, sorry, but it's just, that's all I see. I'm looking at this guy and going, oh man, this dude used to jump over cars and shit. Like, oh, he's, he's not jumping over Tonka trucks now. <laughs> it's the players taking, running the, 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 the organization is how we end up with Shumpert on the, on the, the roster. What is Shumpert gonna do to fix this? He's another six foot four, six foot five TLC Trevion Graham Nwaba. Even even going back to Booker, Booker was an undersized power forward. This is foolishness. And we're asking these players to do these things, and then and then we want to come out and talk about effort. Let's talk. Let's just forget effort. Effort is esoteric. Effort, effort you can't measure. You can't count effort. You know what you can count? 80 points in the paint. 80 points in the paint means you're not tall enough. 40 points in the first half. 40 points in the paint in the first half. For a team that only scores 44 points in the paint. I'm pretty smart. I'm not going to sit here and, and try to be modest and say, I'm not that smart. No, I'm smart. They, For what I do in my career, when you go for a job interview, first thing they do is give you an IQ test. I know I do pretty well on them. But I'm not, uh, and I'm not qualified to run an NBA team. But if you follow me on Twitter, look at the players that I've been saying that the Nets should get to add to this team. Beyond Aaron Gordon. Long before, when Christian Wood was on 10-day on contracts, I was saying, that kid, Christian Wood, could be your next Spencer Dinwiddie, Sean Marks. Go get him. No, he added Jared Dudley. No, he added Travion Graham. I, now I'm not saying... Julius Randle would have did anything, or even that Julius Randle even fits on the Nets. But the Nets were so devoid of size, I was like, all right, fine. Julius Randle, go get him. Look what he's doing for the Knicks. Guy after guy. All the last guy, the last guy that I would begrudgingly say, all right, yeah, I guess he could help. Noah Vonley. He's now on the team. This is unbelievable, Sam. Please. I can't believe in effort, that effort thing. Because I played basketball on a, on a nine-foot rim. And when you, get a, when you back down an a eight-year-old kid, you're just dunking on him. That's basically what the Nets are, is a bunch of Lilliputians trying to guard the Jolly Green Giants of the NBA. What, why am I yeah. wrong? No, I mean, I, I actually, I think what you said, you're at, you actually changed, um, you, I, you've actually changed my mind a little bit in the sense that I think, I, I think effort is more something you can talk about when, uh, when all the kids are around the, uh, around, uh, close to around the same height and it's just like, who wants it more? And, and maybe, uh, maybe that's what you're dealing with once, uh, 
once your your son's uh, rec games come back. But but like when, but like but but no but no but you're right. Like as it pertains to like an NBA game, like the team is just the team is just honestly like super. I mean the team is the team is small and like they don't and they and they don't really have bodies and 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 the fact that they're this. I mean, the fact that they look this bad consistently when KD doesn't play, when they have like two other stars, and like, I mean, look, like no, like no one else was really like missing. I mean, obviously, like the, I mean, obviously, like the Dinwiddie stuff, but that we've become used to. Like, I mean, I mean, this, this is, is a like fully the team. healthy team. Like this team was. I mean, this team had two. Like this team had two stars, and like there are plenty of teams that are playing right now that would have taken the Nets roster over their own roster playing today. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is. I'm telling you, the Karis, Jarrett, and 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 the guys that they lost, even with Torian, I I miss Torian Prince. Can you believe that? <laughs> that team made more sense than this team. That team needed bigs too, but at least you had the tools to go get what you really needed. Right? Yep. You're like someone who goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, you know, um... You've got diabetes. You can't fight diabetes with 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 a a, a banana split. You're not gonna you're not gonna deal with your 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 sugar if you add more sugar, and yep. and that's what the Nets did. We were a great offensive team. We were top three in the league, and just getting used to each other. You could have taken those assets and just got a good four and saw how that rocked. But now it's like, it's like frantic because the reality is in all these Nets fans talking about, Hey, you know what? We, maybe we need an off season. Maybe we're going to be like the heat. We're going to go to the finals. We'll lose one. And then next year we'll win one. And then we'll resign all the guys again. And then we'll win one out of two again. We'll be like the heat. We're so far from what the heat were from the beginning. The nets are way like the heat. Are, don't even say the heat with LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. There's no Bosch on the Nets. It's not even that. I mean, <laughs> like honestly, like that's that that's no that honestly is almost too nice to the Nets. The like the the the, the comparison and like I remember me and you were tweeting this constantly, and it's what look I, I thought there was no way that the Harden trade would ever happen, so I was because it totally... makes no sense if you have some right. damn sense if you're not playing 2K and you're running an actual NBA fr- franchise and you got 75 years of basketball to know that you need defense to win championships. How many failed Mike D'Antoni teams do you have to see that? To understand that you can't win if you can't get stops. Yeah, and and and, and like so. So the truth is, is that is that the the comparison with the Heat is is so ridiculous because in part, and this is and this is why I always thought the comparison was so idiotic is because when those guys got together in 2010, those were three guys that were. Not only in their prime, just like career-wise, Wade was, I guess, like nearing a like starting to hit hit the or past the peak, but still at the end of it. But no, I mean, no, they it were was younger than they were younger yeah. than what Kyrie is right now. 
they, but they, but the difference is that those three guys at their worst are all above, above, way above average defense. Like, like LeBron and LeBron and Wade, when like, especially in 2010, were first team all all NBA type defense guys. They just didn't really get the awards that much because they would yep. understandably take off games, and they're not trying to. That's not how, not how they make a living. They're not doing the Tony Allen no, thing but of like that, D that's Wade how I was a great defender. LeBron, and, and, great defender. Bosh, great defender. And you can make an argument that Durant, who's the best of, of, of our big three, isn't even as good as any of the three that, that, that were on the Heat's team. Not and so close. And Not so close. and so the idea that this like the idea that these teams are similar or, or the idea that it could work is ridiculous. And 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 also it's ridiculous because because the three guys that, the, that they put together are also unbelievably ball dominant. And so Wade, who was always a slasher, ended up like finding his way of, of working with LeBron. And he kind of did the the Jeter, like, uh, like I can take a little bit of a backseat, like uh, when, when, when A-Rod came over type of thing. But like the and, – and Bosh obviously completely changed his entire role. These three guys are still kind of playing their game. But even They're beyond so- that, even beyond that, Durant – is a big shooting guard. Yep. Kyrie is really a shooting guard. Uh, Harden is a shooting guard. I know. He's our point guard most of the... He's the lead guard. He's bringing the ball up. But really, he's a shooting guard. Right? And He should be shooting to be honest. I, I, we'll address that. So, <laughs> so but... The Heat, you had power forward, natural power forward, natural small forward, natural shooting guard. And they could do other things, and they were great at other things, but the pieces made sense. Kyrie and Durant made sense. Harden and Durant made sense. But the three of them basically creates a chain reaction of problems throughout the lineup, which is why I thought there's no way we are going to have Sean Marks basically execute the Brooklyn beat basket of basketball plans. Brooklyn's beat. What's up, homie? Of basketball plans. And gut your team and give you no exit out. Like, I still think we could win a championship. Yeah. I still think that you could make this thing work. But if I was the GM, and I know what you said, Sam, nobody's getting traded. Nothing is going to happen. You're, you're right. Nobody's getting traded. But I'll be honest with you. If I was the GM, I'd be trying to see what I could get for, for one of Harden or, or, or Kyrie. Which one do you like more and which trade package is the best? Because... You think this is not going to work? You have to pull the ripcord now. Because next year, their their value, all of them, all three of them, their value is going to start to plummet. And your choices are going to start to end. I, if, for me, like, let's say if I believed in this, in this whole thing, and I did, and I did the, uh, the, the Harden trade, felt I had to do it. If I'm looking at this and I'm looking at my ability of what might come on the buyout market and I, I I want I want to stop hearing about the buyout market. 
There's there's not a miracle. The Easter Bunny will come in March before the uh, 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 the type of player to fix this mess is going to come. Now, Vonley might do something, but, but Vonley at his best is like nine points a game, <laughs> seven rebounds. Let's don't get it twisted on what Vonley is and and focus Nets fans. If I was doing this, I would basically go, you know what? Who needs Harden? Get all my picks back and get a player that could fix this now. Or get a couple of players that could fix this now. So that this very small window of, of a title run, that it could be fixed. I I don't know if this the three of these guys will ever work together. In, in a way which allows them to play defense because when it's all three of them on the floor, it's super hard to put players that make up enough for having them on defense. In Golden State, they those guys sacrificed for KD and they put three legitimate superstars on the floor with one very good all-star who's at, who has been NBA, All-NBA or second team All-NBA just because he does all the other stuff. He's not a superstar. But you had Steph, Clay, Draymond on the floor with KD. And Clay is a, 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 a superstar. Could score and shoot the ball like nobody's business. But he is also a one of the top five defenders in the NBA. And on the other side of KD, there there's... There's Draymond. See, people don't people look at the 2K part of the of the team assembly. You can't do that because complete teams do all phases of the game. Defense is 50% of the game and we suck at it. So, in my mind, I know it's crazy, but if I'm Sai I'm starting to look at these four years a little bit different. My drastic move, and I know you're going to yell at me, Sam, and it's okay. Please yell at me. Tell me I'm crazy. My drastic move wouldn't be to trade Harden first because I wouldn't trust Sean Marks to trade for Harden. My drastic move was let this whole year play out. Let all the chips fall in if where they may. And if the Nets get uh bounced in the second round i'm calling masai jerry directly <laughs> immediately i'm texting him at night to the point where his wife has to check the phone to make sure that i'm not a some side chick trying to get at him i am going for masai jerry a proven commodity who knows what it takes to build the championship and knows how important defense is and knows how to build a culture not talk about building a culture and save this project that is the Brooklyn Nets because the other thing that could happen is that Sean Marks really doesn't know what he's doing. And this experiment is a major failure. Those guys don't resign, they go other places. And we don't have a draft pick till 2028. I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> Sam talked me off my um off the ledge 
I mean, look, I, like I'm always gonna have, I'm always gonna have a a, a softer spot for for Sean because, like, I mean, the those, I mean, those those, uh, those summers and and seasons after the after the Billy King trade were like were so miserable and the most miserable I've ever been as a fan that it's hard for me to. But constant, contemplate this though, Sam. If based off of what we've given for Harden. Right, and based off of what we had, it wasn't like it was just Darren Williams and Joe Johnson, and that's it. Right, we had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and then we executed that trade. That this we executed that trade, and what we have now, if it fails, count up the draft picks, count up the years of pick swaps. It's worse than how Billy King left us. Yeah, but that's also. But we also got to see. I mean, we got to see what happens for the next. I mean, they they at least have these guys for at least two, like two playoffs. I mean, the, no, I mean, the, two like, play. They had three like, year co- contracts. This is Kevin Durant's second year. Kyrie Irving's second year. This isn't their first year. Let's no, be- no, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying they. But they but they can't opt out after this year. They can opt out after next year. So they like they sign four year deals with the fourth year as an opt out. So this right. is year two. Next year's year three. Right. So that um, so that means if you if you punt on this year, if you just go, well, the problems are too big to fix this year, but at least we have James Harden and we got Sean Marks and we'll go into next year. If you go into next year, there's no turning back. Oh, oh, I see. I, 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 I understand your point better. You see, I mean, you, you look, see what I'm I, saying? I you only, you only have one more year after this year. But that's assuming that this, but that's assuming that this year is a is a waste. Which, which, to be honest, I'm I'm probably more, I'm probably more bullish on this year than you are because I because I'm trying to be, I'm really, really, really trying to suck in like a lot of my, like just general basketball NBA instincts and trying to. Do a, and trying to adapt a little bit to what to what this new NBA crap is, and 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 what I what I truly see, what I truly truly see is a team that that gets up for certain games and doesn't get up for other games. And does that mean that they could absolutely get smacked in a seven game series against a team like the Hawks, who's just working their ass off and outworks them a hundred percent? And it could be. A t- absolute disaster, but until it happens, it's hard for me to to jump off the cliff yet because right. the, they're going to go into every playoff series with probably, except it, honestly, in almost every single Eastern playoff series, they're going in with three of the four best guys. So it's all right. All right. So, so so let's. It's hard, me, it's hard for me to lose it. Okay. No. Sound. That's why. That's that's why you're my partner. You you're here to 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 when I say crazy things, you're here to say. <laughs> <laughs> say why I'm crazy. Um but I, I let's so let's look at this analytically, right? True or false? Have the Nets had the worst defensive rating in NBA history since James Harden has gotten here? True. True or false? Out of the 9 Nine out of the ten games that James Harden has had, that's uh, had it. The only game that that you could take out of that, um, I, I I forgot which, but nine out of ten of those games, 
have we allowed a team to score 125 points or more? <laughs> God, that's brutal. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, right now, the Nets are not just bad at defense. We are all time with KD playing too. In the history of modern basketball, <laughs> bad at defense. But here, this so, is the only the only, so, the only thing I'm going to interject though is mm-hmm. is don't you feel like we're doing a little bit of 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 like the definition of of insanity, which is like which is like <laughs> basically doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result. Like the entire league went basically thought after the Cavs after the two Cavs losses, this is a disaster. Then the team. Then the team plays. Then the team. Uh, I know they were hurt, but then the team beats the Heat twice, and they have that great win against against uh, against the uh, who do you call it? against the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers, yeah, mm-hmm. against the Clippers, and everyone in the league is like, "Wow, you know, like like Kyrie actually buckled down on D, Harden actually buckled down on D, and now they've played like a couple of shitty teams again. KD's not playing, and they the and Sixers they, are and, not shitty. What the Sixers are? Oh not no, shitty. Sixers. Are, but but KD didn't play at least. But so my point is like 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 that was basically one of the first games they've had this year where they've actually lost to a playoff team, um, and but but it also didn't have KD in it. So like there so to me it's just like to me look I never like teams that that feel like they can turn it on and turn it off. That's what the Clippers were like last year, and I bought I, into it. I know, I was but like, but that's but that's see that's where I'm going to stop you, Sam, because. I feel like effort is esoteric. I feel like you can't measure it. You can't quantify it. But what you can quantify is teams putting, averaging 70 points in the paint against you. That's that's 20 points above league average. We this This is unconscionable. Like, if it was a little bit bad, if we were eking out losses, if we were having brain farts and losing, that's not what's happening. Teams are punishing us with 440 oh, points. No, yeah, you're right. And and so, I, I in my so my last analytical question because we're we're running over time is, can you win the championship without defense? Do you have any? And I and I'm not saying saying it from from the feeling part. I I, I guess you could technically right but based off of all of the years of history of nba championships that you could remember that you know of i i know defensive of teams that won championships with defense alone the detroit pistons and i'm not talking about the bad boys the bad boys had isaiah thomas they could score a little bit but those those uh uh detroit teams that came after the nets who went to the finals, uh, they, they barely could score. They didn't have supreme scoring talent. So you, so I can think of teams that won championships with defensive al- alone. Sam, with your analytical mind, can you win a championship with this level of defense? I think if they – I mean, it's tough, right? Because I think if they, if they play – the way they played in the Clippers in the Clippers game, then so, I give them somewhat of a then I then I give them somewhat of a shot to win a title. If they play the way they played in ninety percent of the games this year, then no. Hell, hell no. The Clippers game. I want you to go back and look at the, look at those stats, and we'll talk about it again because we're going to point back to that Clippers game. 
the Clippers beat themselves in that game because they jumped, they, they tried to jump shoot with us. They only scored 50 points in the paint, which is a lot. <laughs> but if you look at those points in the paint, it was manageable because they tried to score. They have superstars, and they tried to jump shoot with us. Teams in the NBA have now figured out if they take it to the basket, we can't, we cannot do anything with it, anything. And that's and therein lies the problem. And I and and my thing is, I want to say, you know what? This is a great experiment. We're going to find out if ultra offense is going to be able to beat, overcome having horrible defense. Yep. And I'm sorry. What you're seeing with these teams, it, the effort that they're giving is nothing compared to the effort that winning teams are going to give you in the playoffs. For me, that says second that has second round exit all over it or more humiliating a first round exit. Because what are the teams that's going to be in the AFCs that's going to play the playing games? It's going to be these guys. And maybe we'll turn it on. And maybe we'll be able to eke by. But I'm telling you, then once we get in the second round, unless we get the uh, Boston, because I feel like Boston is small too. But if we get anybody else that's not Boston, if we get the Heat, if we get Jimmy Butler, Sam, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this team needs an exorcism. <laughs> it. it there's bad juju in here. I, I I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, look, my my last point, which which me and you have been in lockstep on, is what I would I I think like when someone writes a book, which someone will, one of one of the like the really good beat writers that the Nets have about this about this era, what what all of us want to know more than anything is being on the fly. Uh, on the wall in the in Sean Mark's office and being like, dude, what else did you have on the table when you gave up every asset, both draft picks and players for Harden? And what could have those ten assets, if you include like the seven or eight picks plus Levert plus Allen, if those things were sprinkled into different players, what could have that turned into? Because all I know is we basically did a ten for one. If you do, ju- uh, I'm so. This is I'm emotional. If you if he did his job, right? Because we're supposed to have the best analytics guys. We're supposed to have the most scouts all around the planet. If he did the hard job, because I I feel like he just said, "Oh, I have three superstars down. Throw whoever in there. I'm good." And that's and that's the way it looks like to me. I I can't. No, none of us knew um, Sadiq Bay was going to be what he is. So it's unfair to say, oh, we traded Sadiq Bay for for Landry Shaman. But if you know your team can't defend in the paint, and the best you could do is Landry Shaman, you have a faulty philosophy. You're not preparing yourself. To guard Anthony Davis in the playoffs. You're not serious if Torian Prince is who you think would have got that done. So I, we're not gonna do three things tonight. We're gonna we're gonna keep this this brief. I think we had a lot to get off our chest, and I think there's a lot we're gonna see. We you know, you know, a lot of 
good people who talk basketball know what they're, they're talking about. They know this team are saying, oh, you can't really judge the team unless you have KD. I think, I think honestly, that's the best time to judge the team. There's major flaws. There's things that's got to get fixed. And, and I, I don't... I don't, you know, dislike Sean Marks the man. But I've three years to build a front court. And and I, it's not I'm not saying give up on this team that quick. The reason why you have to think about trading one of these superstars is because if you go all the way in, the Nets have nowhere to return. We are going to be bad for at least a decade. They're going to start calling us the New Jersey Nets again. And no slight to New Jersey. It's just the fact that we're a forgettable team. This we're, We are on the brink. We are on the brink, Nets fans. Let's hope KD comes back soon. Sam, any closing, closing thoughts? No, no, I'm. I just, I can't, I can't stop thinking about like what other, what, like what other moves they could have made that would have been seen as like even if the Zach Lowe's of the world were like, oh, that's too many picks to give up or whatever. But if they at least had addressed something, like I, like I was just thinking now as we close out, like mm-hmm. what if they even said to Orlando, hey Orlando, we'll give you all the like all the picks we were gonna give you. And plus, like salary filler, but you give us Vucevic and Aaron Gordon. Like that would that works way better than, than, than getting Harden. Listen, they could have did something simple like, like, here's player X, any of them, including Jared Allen. They could have got Kevin Love. They could have got Kevin Love. Kevin Love would have done so many great things for this team. Remember, remember the Kevin Love that used to grab thirty-one rebounds. That that guy doesn't really exist anymore. But can can you get a Kevin Love that'll get you five offensive rebounds a night? Do you know what five offensive five more chances for for Kevin Durant means? It means death for other teams. It's funny you say that because I I was I was going to tweet out during the game. I was going to tweet out, do the Nets have an offensive rebound yet this year? Because I haven't watched one. For me to picture one in my mind, I cannot picture one in my mind. The yeah, last I one I can picture is, is Jared Allen getting one. I I know they've done it. I know they've gotten offensive rebounds. But I bet you they are last in the NBA in offensive rebounding. I, 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 I'm not, I have not looked it up. But I guarantee you that they're probably last. And, and they're last in possessions, too. They play the fastest. But they play fast to their detriment in a way because they make they create so many possessions. When you're creating that many possessions, if you cannot defend at all, do you know how bad of a defense you have to be to be Mike D'Antoni's worst offense? I mean, worst defense? <laughs> the Knicks were better defenders than this team. The Phoenix Suns, we know they were better defenders with Amari and Matrix and, and, and those guys. We know that that PJ Tucker and Capella and 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 Robert Covington. We know those cats were better defenders than everything that the Nets have. This is peak. <laughs> like, if I'm telling you, I I'm I'm tweeting jokes to Joe Sai, but you want to know what? It is a business. That's my hashtag. It's a business. Nets family, start using it. Because 
I feel like only Masai Ujiri could save us from here. Some very bad decisions have been made. Very bad. And the Nets could be in for a period of losing like they've never seen before. And we're the Nets. Oh, shit. (laughs) Like the more I think about it. Hey, partner, are you done? Because I'm done. I, I'm I'm yeah, emotionally I'm, taxed. I'm, yeah, I'm out. Uh, 2028. And you want to know what's comedy? They're going to be able to swap picks with us. And Houston is looking good. <laughs> uh, and, and they got a young stud in Christian Wood that we could have signed for nothing. Oh, my God. I'm at Eve Darboos for my pal Samuel LaChow. Nets fans, New York City's, thank you for listening to our podcast. We will be back at the next game. Let's hope we could uh, get a dub tomorrow night. Doesn't look good. Peace, everybody. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.